Good afternoon. It's Monday, May 9th. Wanted to get a market update to you as we have seen a fair amount of volatility in the commodity markets over the last few days. It's a general risk-off environment as large hedge funds are pulling back their positions on commodities, trying to raise some capital uh, as they're taking massive losses now in the stock market. We're down 20% since the beginning of the year. Uh, interest rates are skyrocketing. Uh, the 10-year interest rate has gone from 1.5% to 3.12 since the beginning uh, of the year. And that's about a 100% increase in that interest rate. The 30-year rate has gone from 3.1% to 5.27%. Since the beginning of the year, that's up 70%. These are extraordinary moves in interest rates um, in a very short period of time. And it's creating um, a lot of tension in the equity markets. And that is now flowing through into the commodity market. The market is expecting the Federal Reserve to ultimately raise short-term Fed funds rate to 3, 3.5%, and right now we're at 0.83. So the market is, as usual, way ahead of itself in pricing in these interest rate hikes, and they're doing it very aggressively in a very short period of time, and it's putting into the market a lot of nerves, a lot of nervousness, and that nervousness is now flowing into commodities and they are taking positions off, shortening them up a little bit as they worry that this ultimately may lead to demand destruction in commodities. The problem is, is that we are out globally. We are out of corn. Uh, we're running very low on wheat inventories. And that problem is not going to get fixed anytime soon as the Ukraine war continues to linger on. There are estimates that there are some 25 million metric tons of grain locked up in the Ukraine. Right now, that's about a billion bushels, and they're having a very difficult time getting their new crop planted. Meanwhile, in the United States, uh, we've had record low planting progress announced this afternoon. We're normally 50% planted on corn. We came in at 22%. We're normally 24% planted on soybeans, and we're only 12, so about half. And then on cotton, we're right on pace. We're 24% planted, and that's the normal pace. And then on spring wheat up in the Dakotas, we're normally about 50% planted, and we're only 27% planted. So we have a major problem with the start of planting. Now, it is supposed to warm up, and the market is expecting them to catch up, but as we know in the world of agronomy, when you plant late, the chances, the probability of a yield hit go up dramatically. The market is not going to price that in today, but just keep that in the back of your mind as we watch weather progress throughout the summer. The grains, meanwhile, have had a huge run since the beginning of the year themselves. We started the beginning of the year with 585 corn, and we peaked out recently at 827. So we've put $2.5 in corn since the beginning of the year. That's a 41% increase. Soybeans, we started the year at 1332. We hit a recent high of 1765. We put $4.3 a bushel in beans. Wheat, we started the year at 754. We rallied up to 1247. We put almost $5 a bushel in wheat. 
Cotton started the year at $1.12. We hit a recent high of $1.58. We've put $0.46 in cotton prices since January 1st. And in crude oil, we started the year at $74 a barrel with the recent spike of $1.130 a barrel during the Ukraine war. So we have had extraordinary gains in commodities since the beginning of the year. So it does not surprise me that during times of stress and turmoil that the managed money takes some of those positions off and sells into this. The question now is, does the cash market respond and reward the sell-off with buying? Now, based on what I'm seeing on the spreads, which are very wide between the July and the September, we're seeing July corn at 7.72 and September at 7.29. That's a big inverse. Soybeans, no different. 15.85 on the July, 15.37 on the August, a big inverse on wheat and soybeans as well. Cotton, no different. July cotton at $1.42, December cotton at $1.23, big inverse there, 20 cents. That is the, the hallmark of a bullish market. Basis levels also are firm and st- hanging in there. So the cash market signals continue to show a much, much tighter balance sheet than what the USDA is reporting. Along those lines with the sales we made this morning, excuse me, the shipments that we made this morning on soybeans, current market estimates are that the USDA is 150 million bushels behind the curve on soybean export demand. Eventually, they're going to have to put that into the balance sheet and take the U.S. carryout back below 200 million bushels. Corn is experiencing the same thing, good sales pace, and ultimately the corn export number will have will force the USDA to take the corn balance sheet down as well. We probably won't see that in the May report. The government needs all the ammunition they can to maintain a, a normal balance sheet as best they can. Uh, but through as the summer progresses, their their hand will be forced into lowering uh, this year's carryout on corn and soybeans. For cotton, we do continue to lag on shipments, so ultimately that will go the other way. They'll have to increase the cotton carryout. Uh, we've talked about that several times. And then on wheat, uh, we are lagging on shipments, but it looks like to me that the longer the war goes on Ukraine, the bigger the panic is going to be in the global market for world wheat supplies. So for now, no change in any of our positions on the market or views on the market. I don't uh, believe this to be any more than nerves by the macro money as it relates to interest rates and how quickly they're moving how quickly the stock market is moving, and no change in the view on the structural imbalances that we have globally on corn, on beans, on wheat, on crude oil. In fact, we've seen the finished products in crude oil um, rally to record high levels. I'm talking about diesel fuel on the East Coast. I'm talking about jet fuel and then gasoline also made a big jump. So what we're experiencing now on the fuel sector is that yes, maybe we have enough crude oil with the government releasing it out of the SPR, but we don't have the refining capacity, not only domestically, but globally to keep pace with demand. So because we're limited on refining capacity and demand is strong, the finished products are outpacing crude oil. And that is 
Uh, we're starting to see that in what are near record low inventories of diesel fuel on the East Coast. And ultimately, we're going to have, I believe, a possible shortage of fuel this summer in the United States. This ultimately will tighten up crude oil uh, and then move those markets much higher and keep a demand, strong demand, under ethanol and renewable diesel as those are finished products. Those are finished fuels that, um, that the market will need. So there will be a strong bid for those all through the summer. So I'll finish with this. No change in any of my view on the markets and ultimate targets where we're headed. Um, but just be ready that, uh, or understand that what you're seeing is a case of nerves by the managed money that could last for another week or two, possibly. But ultimately, the global shortage is so much more severe this year than it was last year that I do believe this will be relatively short-lived. And then we're going to have to deal with a very volatile summer as it relates to U.S. weather. These are my opinions, not those of ADM or ADMIS. Have a wonderful day.